November 30th. We are almost done November. Christmas is around the corner. I'm excited, are you? And man, November is finally over. So longest month of the year uh, in terms of how dark it gets and uh, <laughs> how everyone seems to be depressed in November. And uh, yeah, a lot of us are in shutdown. But don't worry, guys. Philippe here from Duke Realty Homes. Courtesy of the podcast is going to try to cheer you up. So what are we talking about today? So today, I'm actually doing a home inspection. Personally, I have mostly a love relationship with home inspections. I've done hundreds of them over the years. You know when you're doing a home inspection, that thing, most likely, you're, the deal is going to be secured because the clients are willing to pay for a home inspector to come in, analyze the house, and if they're happy with it, which most of the time, like... Uh, they should be um, or like you know small things come up it's not they're not deal breakers most of the time but I've seen it all at this point and doing a home inspection today means that the client is serious enough to buy a home so I have a great history of home inspections and we're gonna talk about what they are um, why they're beneficial um, how to use them in today's market which is a seller's market they tips and tricks to look out for and also um, you know, little bits of information here and there I can give you guys that it's going to really help you understand how to use a home inspection going forward, where, no matter what market, okay? Here we go. <laughs> All right, I didn't really edit anything, so let's just go. Okay, guys, so I'm doing a home inspection later today, so what's going to happen? So a home inspection is, uh, is a condition whenever you put an offer on a house, for example, it, you have a condition of home inspection, condition of financing is the most typical two conditions you can have whenever you're making an offer. Once you waive those conditions, once those conditions are complete, you're happy in writing, then the house is officially yours. Uh, of course, you need the deposit check, uh, but basically it's officially yours. There's no condition, so you're taking the house as is at that point. Um, so a home inspection is, uh, uh, is basically a choice that the buyer can do. They can hire a home inspector or they can just have a few hours to themselves to analyze the house. And I mean that because some people really don't hire home inspectors. Most of the time they do. So a home inspector is someone that uh, traditionally would have some experience in the trade of construction. And uh, he probably does, they do like some kind of course, they get some kind of certification. I would basically assume that the certification is that they understand the building codes. So there are things that are done in a house that are not by code. Uh, and then there's lots of things that over, over time you'll notice that they're just wrong. And so the repetition, repetition, repetition. So a home inspector is someone that is very knowledgeable about the things in the house that are uh, done by code or done wrong. And they give you tips and tricks. Uh, about how to organize the house. So why I love home inspections is because the client can go in, they can look at the whole house, and the home they follow the home inspector. That's my first tip: follow the home inspector. Like obviously six feet <laughs> social distance, but you know he's gonna be talking. You know when people like, for example, you have uh, you're walking by and there's a construction crew going on. They might be mumbling, they might be singing to themselves. But if you were following that person all day long, and a home inspector is probably not singing to himself because he's only there for a couple hours, but he's talking about, oh, this is good, this is bad, or this is needs repair, right? And really that's the lingo of the home inspection per se. 
a typical home inspection, the home inspector arrives, he goes around the exterior of the house, he checks the roof, he checks if there's any cracks in the foundation, uh, he talks about the grading, so is the house too flat, maybe it should be like, a, like you know, it should be flat and on an angle like this, but there should be like some stones here to take the water away. He looks at the all the exterior, then he goes inside, he examines the electrical, the plumbing, um, anything like loose faucets, he tests out all the appliances. Um, and then at the end of the report, at the end of the home inspection, he'll should summarize what he found in the rep, in the house, uh, what he thinks, and then also um, he'll give you a written report. So first tip or second tip at this point, if you are hiring a home inspector, the first thing I look for is does that person live close to the area? Because basically, if I was going to buy a five-year-old house, I don't really think I care that much about a home inspector. A lot of people don't really care because it's a basically a newer house. A lot of things you're going to find, maybe like the faucet's a little loose or um, maybe some scratches on the wall. And you're going to see that mostly, right? Like if you just go and you test it out, you can see that. Keep in mind that whenever you put an offer, even if you remove the home inspection condition, you all generally you should have a clause that all the appliances are in good working order and they can't be replaced. So even if you have a home inspection, it passes and let's say an appliance breaks the day before closing, uh, the sellers should fix that for you. And you should go back the day before just to make sure. So I did a podcast about that. <laughs> Check it out. Um, so that's the typical bulk of the home inspection part. Now, the first thing why it's important is because anyone that's buying a house would love to know all the issues about the house. And not only the issues, but the home inspectors will point out, here's the furnace filters, here's the shutoff valves for, let's say, the sprinkler, the hose outside, the main shutoff valve. So he'll show you where all the major features are in the house that you should know about, especially if you're buying your first home, and um, anything that's related with the home, any problems, right? Uh, secondly, um, you know, it's, it's basically for peace of mind. Uh, the client uh, is comfortable with the home, they say, okay, I wanna close it, um, and then also there might be issues with the home that maybe the client does not want to close the home or um, wants to remedy the home. So here's another thing that you need to think about. Okay, my tip number three is that when you go to a home inspection, if you're the agent, you got to tell your clients, look, we're looking for big major ticket items. Don't worry about small things like scratch on the wall or um, a faucet. Look for the big ticket items. And in general, I would have to say that the house mice should have like major defects. If you think if you think it's a good deal, like you're happy with the price, you're happy with maybe like the location, and you're happy with everything about the house, but it, it has a few small things, you should not probably walk away from that deal. Uh, I'll give you an example, okay? Um, at the beginning of this year in 2020, I uh, met these guys uh, in, in Etobicoke and uh, just by randomly, I think they came to a house that I had for sale. Uh, so it was like a lead and uh, ended up showing them a few other homes. They ended up buying a home with me that was, their budget was 730,000 and they wanted to buy a home with a basement apartment in Etobicoke in Toronto. So it was like close to the airport area, that like Rexdale area, that's like basically the cheapest area in the city um, that maybe you can still afford a home. And back in like, February, March, when I was already quite competitive, but before COVID, um, we did the home inspection and they, uh, you know, the roof was not new. It's not stated in the MLS that the roof was new. 
and the home inspector said that there's a chance that uh, eventually the basement will need some um, like water repair or they need basically you need some waterproofing right now he didn't say you need it right now and he didn't say that the roof is destroyed right now but he said that in the next two three years four years you these are things you need to think about um, in my opinion uh, why is it a mistake that that client backed out of the deal uh, because of that is this is what happens so the house sold for he could have got the house for 725 which is in his budget and it had a basement apartment exactly what he's looking for right now in November 30th 2020 that same house is probably worth 50 to maybe that house is selling for 800,000 let's say so let's say in the next three four years he needed to change the roof which is let's say four thousand dollars and he needed to do waterproofing let's say that's like six thousand so he needed to do ten thousand in repairs um, well, he lost uh, basically $65,000 by not taking the house minus the $10,000 in repairs. Uh, and then now he can't find another house like that because the market went up and um, he's going to have to buy something much worse or not at all. And not at all is not the correct way to go. So guys, think of, do just concentrate on the little things um, in the house. Now, uh, one time I, I, I showed a house. Uh, I bought a house for a client, which was a real dump, like it was a real fixer up. Now it was only two hundred thousand, and like the foundation had like major issues. The client actually closed the deal on the house. He needed to spend twenty thousand dollars to repair the foundation, but I think today the house would be worth like five hundred thousand. So even just by re doing some basic repairs, making the house livable. Let's say he spends like 50, uh, I mean, with the foundation, probably spends more like 75 to 100,000 to get it really uh, livable. Well, probably pretty good, right? You're not going to renovate to be crap, um, but pretty good, like looking pretty good, modern colors, everything. So by buying the house for 200,000, spending the 75,000, let's say 100,000, the house is worth at least 500,000 today uh, because the markets went up. So, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like a risk. Uh, you got to do a calculated risk about what you find in the home inspection and whether it's worth the back out of the house. Um, now, if the alternative out of backing out of the house is that uh, you can ask the owners of the house to remedy some of the stuff in the house, uh, some of the items that need repair. So you say, okay, look, the roof is gone and we want a new roof. They might agree to that. Um, and these are things that I've done before. Uh, but more likely, uh, the reason why you don't want to do that is let's say you, the sellers agree to fix a few things. Let's say they agree to fix three things in the house, right? Doesn't matter what that is. Picture like fixing a wall, you know, changing the roof, whatever. You, the buyer, you, you agree, you say, okay, great, I'm happy. Now, the week before closing, this is two months before closing. Now, the week before closing, you come back and they've done those things but in your opinion that's not what you thought they were going to do the way they did it and now we have a legal issue because you think it's not done correctly and they do what happens the two lawyers get involved and they try to remedy the situation that is a nightmare type of closing situation you do not want it so my professional opinion never try to actually ask them to remedy something for you 
unless they're like a contract or whatever and you don't really care about what it's going to look like um what i would recommend is take the value of that item let's say the roof costs um four thousand dollars and you might say okay we'll only take the house if you reduce the house the value of the house by four thousand dollars so therefore we have a price reduction okay and that is a better strategy to go about it all the way around because we agree on it in writing it's a monetary value um and that's it everyone agrees now the day of the closing there's no complication because we've already agreed that the value of the house should come down because of this all right now here's our first realtor major tip if you're lucky enough to get a home inspection because it is a seller's market it's been like that for a while so there's not a lot of home inspections happening even though what i'm doing is not guaranteeing the client that he's going to buy the house i'll tell you about that in a bit if you are lucky enough to get a home inspection and you find a bunch of stuff in the house that you think needs remedy or there's major issues uh, me as the realtor i would always send because i'm an experienced realtor i would always send an above monetary value of price reduction to the other people and i'd call the other agent and say hey oh my god my clients freaked out there's this 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 and this you know sometimes we even like we're like yeah like because people don't really know how much things cost and home inspectors love to say a little bit more than what they could cost which is safe like that's their job they want to be safe so if it's a new roof they might be like oh it's going to cost five ten thousand dollars so i call them well we know it's only going to cost four thousand three and a half thousand but i call them and i say the clients are freaking out this is going to cost ten thousand dollars to fix they don't have that kind of money they're thinking about backing out of the house I don't, know, I don't know what to say like this deals in jeopardy right I'm gonna try to calm them down now the client may not have said any of this stuff but this is my job to negotiate for the client right this is something I learned from my first company um, then I circle back around maybe the next day and I say listen I'm gonna send you guys a price adjustment for the $10,000 maybe in the house there's probably $3,000 of repair but what I'm doing basically is I'm trying to reduce, I'm trying to negotiate again, a last ditch effort. After I've negotiated the offer, after we've come to terms, the financing's basically, let's assume it's ready to go. And now we've done the home inspection and there's a few things that come up. Maybe they're not huge deals, but even though the value is only 3,000, I'm gonna say it's 10,000 and I'm gonna send that to them. Now they might be swearing at me. They might be like, no, like we're not giving you anything, like take the deal or get lost. But by sending that to them and putting pressure on them it's on their agent to try to talk to the client so if the agent's really experienced he'll figure it out and he'll be and maybe like he'll be like you know what like based on what you're telling me like it sounds like there's only a couple thousand bucks he'll go to the clients and he'll say look they want ten thousand dollars let's offer them a couple thousand and then probably you make the deal so basically that kind of like the two agents kind of figure out a value and it's on them to convince the clients to uh, accept a fair value for these issues and then move on. Okay, so that's that's something that happens behind the scenes, basically. However, <laughs> I remember I bought this house in uh, by Lakeshore in Mississauga. Uh, it was off a side street. So it was a nice house. And we went and looked at it the first day on the market. It was like 609. Or no, maybe it was like 615, I think. And then I think we we put an offer right away. The agent agreed to let her show the show the offer to her clients right away, which is something I don't think anyone's doing anymore, or they shouldn't do because 
you don't want to accept the first offer on the first day uh, unless it's like full price or over asking anyways we came in like 20,000 under uh, they you know they weren't really negotiating much but they gave us like three thousand dollars off now come the home inspection there's some mold in the attic so I think maybe it's like two three thousand dollars to have a professional go in there remove all the mold fix everything I sent out a price adjustment of ten thousand dollars so a lot more than what the actual value is and I say there's this 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 problem this problem this problem this problem client wants to back out couple next day they agreed to just take the ten thousand dollar price adjustment boom somehow we got thirteen thousand dollars off a house that was totally worth the full price on like you know basically the first day on the market so you always want to do that because you want to test the other agent okay now let's move on to home inspections today um, basically in today's market it's a seller's market the people that are buying homes unless you get really really lucky so you have to just assume that this is the way you're gonna to have to do it there's it's gonna be competitive and the people that are winning homes are going firm they're not going any financing condition no home inspection condition so how do we go about living a life that we're comfortable without going firm because that's the only way we're gonna win so if you want a house you got to go firm. one is make sure your financing's done pre-approved take the MLS paper Okay, I don't have an MLS, but take the paper and then send it to your mortgage broker or bank and say, I want to buy this house. I'm putting an offer in three days and tell me that I'm good to go. And they'll probably say, like, yeah, everything looks good. Go ahead and buy it. So the other thing is a home inspection. If you're someone that's like, no way, no way I'm buying any house without a home inspection. But we can't put an offer home inspection. We can't put a condition of home inspection in the offer or else we'll lose to someone else that doesn't have it. Go ahead and book the home inspection before you put the offer. Now it's gonna cost you three, four, five hundred dollars, but that's the only way you can go about doing it. And then at the time of the offer, if you're comfortable with the home inspection, uh, you're gonna you can put a firm offer, and then it's a matter of price. So for example, in 2000, 2018, I had a client that had a budget of like six twenty, and we bought him a house in Etobicoke. We did the exact same thing. We did the home inspection. Now there are some people looking at the house. I think there was a couple appointments that people have just knocked and they're like, I'm here to look at the house because the house is available to show and we're doing a home inspection before the offer date because I know there's no way we're going to win and uh, the client already had such a tight budget that that's the only way we have a chance. We can't compromise on our price, so we got to compromise on our conditions. They went to the home inspection. They liked everything they saw couple minor issues here and there they're like whatever if we can get this house we'll be super happy we ended up putting in a firm offer of 620 um, because we had a firm offer we had done the home inspection the, the the agent was willing to give us some tips all said and done I think the house ended up going for 637,000 so I told the client hey look we have a chance to get the house but you got to go another 15,000 ended up being 17,000 more but that house in today's market is probably $900,000. If they didn't buy that house two years ago and they were still looking for something, they would have lost $200,000 easily. Okay? So that's the only way to win. So that's why I'm doing a home inspection later today. A um, couple things to think about with home inspectors. Guys, always hire a professional home inspector if you're going to do it because they'll give you a written report at the end and that's very valuable. They know the code. They know what to look for. They're going to run it down, uh, uh, past you. Now, in this COVID world, maybe you can only do an inspection in an hour and then they'll do the report at home or whatever. Uh, sometimes some inspectors would do everything in three hours at the property. Um, a lot of people hire like their friends and uncles and someone that's a contractor. 
And there's two issues with that, okay? Now, I'm not gonna say it's totally bad because it's better to hire, like, it's better to have a friend that's a professional contractor look at the home than just your uncle who's like, yeah, I have a home, like, let's look at it. Uh, they're gonna miss a lot of things. The first issue I have is that uh, they're not gonna run by the home like an inspector does. So they're just gonna look at a few things and be like, all right, yeah, it looks good. They're not gonna think about a lot of things. The second issue I have is that, um, the uh, the person that you have that is not a home inspector come and look at the house, they're not gonna give you a written report. They don't have those templates, They that's not their job. So sometimes when I'm trying to negotiate something for the client and say, look, there's these issues, I send the home inspection report to the sellers and I say, look, here's the picture of the mold, you know, here's how much the home inspection recommends. And I'm able to get like at least a thousand or two thousand dollars off in the house or towards the remedy of this situation because I have the proof. And without that, it's very, very difficult. Some people could be like, look, you don't have a proof. Like, I'm sorry, the client's not buying it. Three, one of the major things about home inspectors that we realtors really enjoy is that they know that they want to be hired again to do a home inspection for you. All home inspectors do. There's, there's a lot of home inspectors like there's a lot of realtors. So like we do bank on repeat business, right? It's a major facet of our lives. If they do a home inspection for you, they're gonna be very ethical and very thorough in the house. Mm -hmm. However, they do not ultimately want you to lose the deal. They, do, they tell the clients, generally they remind them that here's some things you gotta think about, here's some things you gotta fix, but these are not gonna be life-ending situations. You do not have to be so worried about it, that you are a homeowner, you have to do some maintenance in the house over the years. This house is 30 years old, makes sense that in five years you'll need a new roof, maybe you'll need a new furnace. Yes, these are things that are important to know, but I, by telling you these things, if you're happy with the house, I'm not telling you as a home inspector that you should not buy the deal. Go ahead and close the deal, be happy, do what you gotta do. They're not gonna give you any advice about whether you should close a deal or should not close a deal. So as a realtor, when I hire a home inspector, I don't want someone to come in and be like, ooh, there's so many issues here. Like, you have no idea what the client's buying the house for and what the situation is. Maybe we got lucky to get this house and the fact that there's only five uh, medium issues is actually a blessing considering we got the house at such an amazing price and it's just worth it on the market. So typically home inspectors will not ruin the deal for you, uh, but like family members may come and they may see something and they may be like, are you sure this is a good idea? Like, you know, you could have bought that house. They have may have no idea what's happening in the market. Uh, maybe they do, but really I think most people do not. For example, I'm gonna show a house today in Etobicoke, that's $800,000. It looks like a pretty good house. But what the buyer doesn't know, because it's the first time meeting this buyer, and actually, I ended up telling her over the phone yesterday, I'm like, look, let's go see the house. I know you're really interested. Apparently, that's at the top of your budget. It's going to go way over asking. So obviously, that's not going to be exactly uh, good for us. But what you don't know is that in this area of Etobicoke, because the house is 47 feet wide, uh, the lot, um, and it's like 150 deep, some builder is going to overbid you custom home builders over gonna bid you and he's gonna put some two and a half million dollar or four million dollar monstrosity on there you have a gem and you as the first time home buyer have no chance to buy this house because there's gonna be a few people like that 
they're going to buy this house only because of the lot. So there's no point in looking at this house. However, because it's the first time I'm meeting the client, of course we're gonna go and uh, they can put in an offer. But there are things that people don't know about what the reality of the situation is. So that's why I recommend always hiring a legitimate home inspector from the area with as much experience as possible, okay? So if you're buying something in Niagara Falls, hire someone from the Niagara area. If you're buying something from Toronto, hire someone from the Toronto area. Make sure you get it done. If you don't have time to get a home inspection, do it before the offer. If the house is like 15 years or younger and you looks like pretty good house and you need to go firm and you just don't want to pay the extra 500 bucks for a home inspection, I think in general that's okay. I bought two homes uh, resale in my life and I did not get a home inspection on either of them. One of them did have a few issues with it that I had to fix over the years, but because the value of the home has gone up so much, I don't care. And you shouldn't either. Um, if the house is over, let's say 20 years old, uh, I would generally try to do a home inspection. If the house is over like 40 years old, yeah, just do it no matter what. Or just assume that if you think this is a good deal, the market's too competitive and this is a good price, remove the home inspection. Just understand that you may have some things to th- fix over time. Most things are cosmetic, but the way the market's going, like this year the market went up 21%. Like what potential problem could you have in a house last year that cost you $100,000 and minimum that the house that you could have bought last year? Uh, or let's say you bought this year and the market went up 10% next year. That's gonna be at least $50,000. There's really not gonna be that many issues. So there are my tips for home inspections. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, get ready for 2021. We've been playing Christmas music all morning in my house. Woo! My son knows how to do uh, how, how to command Alexa now. My three year, three plus year old. So here we go. Whenever I want to listen to a good song, I'm like, yeah, let's listen to that song. And then he's like, Alexa, play the Superman song. <laughs>